Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome into the latest edition, the Friday edition of College Football Smothered and Covered. My name's Barrett Salee. Appreciate you checking out the show. Subscribe on YouTube, Rumble, audio on Apple, Spotify. You know all this stuff. You know how to get in touch with us here on the show. Please subscribe, uh, get some notifications, and share it so your friends can enjoy all the college football content in the offseason. Like I've said before, and I will say again, still experimenting on live show times and also still experimenting on the format with what you like and what you don't like. So leave us a review if it's positive or if it's negative. I don't really care. I want your feedback. I want the feedback of the college football community. And if you're checking out this show, you are very much a part of that. The show brought to you by Coastal Vibe Vacations, 850-888-0515. CoastalVibeVacations.com. If you're planning a trip to the Florida Panhandle this summer, give our guys a call at Coastal Vibe Vacations. They have condos all over the place on Okaloosa Island. It's a beautiful part of the Gulf Coast of Florida, between Destin and Fort Walton, they do a great job. CoastalVibeVacations.com. All right, Bet Online AG. Look, we get this in the offseason a lot. We have different odds makers, both onshore and offshore, sending us odds for about everything, right? I mean, we get them from the presidential election to college football to who will be fired for, like, everything gets sent to us, uh, members of the media. So, what do you know? Win totals in college football got sent out by Bet Online AG on Thursday. And man, we got some takes. Let's look at the SEC win totals. You see it right there. Alabama at nine and a half is interesting. But what jumped out to me is Texas at 10 and a half, even with Georgia. Okay, on the surface, it's like, wow, if they lose two games, they lose the bet. Texas is that good, folks. Texas is that good. I think that team can contend for the SEC title and make the college football playoff. In fact, I picked Texas to make the college football playoff my last few days at CBS when we picked our predict, made our predictions. They have the best quarterback in the country. They've got a great wide receiving core. Isaiah Bond moves over. They're physical at the line of scrimmage. They win the battle at the line of scrimmage. Better than most SEC teams right now. So you're saying if they go undefeated or 11-1, and one, then I win the bet in the regular season? Absolutely. I think that team will make the SEC championship game. I think when you have the best quarterback or at least one of the two best quarterbacks in the country, that certainly helps. And if you go back a couple of days ago on this show, we talked about Heisman Trophy odds. Quinn Ewers was number two behind Carson Beck in the latest odds from Caesar Sportsbook. So, Bet Online AG is high on Texas. I think I am too. Now, what we said before, and what we'll continue to say this offseason, a lot of these odds are built on hype. You can't really go place a bet right now on Texas for 500 Gs. I mean, I'm sure there's a small limit, low limit, especially for college football, because you know the rosters are going to change so much. But Texas at 10.5, very interesting to me. 
Billy Napier, buddy. Whew. You know Florida's schedule. We've talked about it ad nauseum. Not only do they have the SEC portion of their schedule, they've got Miami, UCF, and Florida State. It's one of the toughest schedules I've seen. And we had Michael Bratton from that SEC podcast on last week, and, and he said that some coaches have told him, and I've asked around this week as well, going 7-5 and five with that schedule, you deserve a medal. Well, Vegas doesn't think 7-5 and five is going to happen because it's set at 5-5 five and five for the Florida Gators. To me, this screams Billy Napier and you're done. You're done, Billy Napier. The goal is to get even money on both sides, right? That's how Vegas makes its money. You're selling me that most of the money is going to go between six and five wins. I don't see how he keeps his job. It's going to take, to quote the greatest movie of all time, Rad, it's going to take a radical miracle for Florida to go significantly above six wins. I would avoid this bet like the plague. I, Florida personnel-wise, Florida is in a rough spot. I think we all know that. From a coaching standpoint, I, I don't know what we make of Billy Napier at this point. Maybe he's just a good group of five coach. And that's okay. A lot of guys are good group of five coaches, and that's their ceiling. I wouldn't bet on this because you don't know what you're going to get at any given time, what injuries are going to happen. Even if Florida is a phenomenal football team, they still might lose four games. Is Graham Mertz going to be what he was last year, which is a pretty darn good quarterback? Do you put Lagway in? So many variables for Florida. But that shows you, shows you the confidence or lack thereof that odds makers have with the Florida Gators. All right, let's move on to the Big 12. And first things first, you look at this, you're like, Arizona and Arizona State at the top. Dang, what happened? Oh, well, here we are. Think about looking at this roster of teams in the Big 12 10 years ago. You'd be like, what the hell kind of conference is that? What is that? So we'll start at the top, actually. I got two thoughts on the Big 12 right here. First things first with Arizona, eight and a half wins. I like Brent Brennan. I, the, my guy Dave Bartu does a great job with, with uh, Coach Effect. Jed Fish was enormous for Arizona. Now, Noah Fafita is a great quarterback. I get that. But the coaching was such a big part of what made Arizona successful. And nothing against Brent Brennan. San Jose State was solid. But his record was inflated by one good season, the 10-win season. I don't think if you look at the way the Big 12 is going to be set up, and here you go again, eight and five, or eight and a half, behind, that's behind Kansas State and Utah. That's it. It's behind Kansas State and Utah. Should Arizona be the uh, third most likely team to, to win the Big 12? I don't think so. And again, we're talking about getting money on both sides. So in reality, the, the, the odds makers in Vegas might not think that this is how the Big 12 will shake out from a standings perspective. But they certainly feel, it certainly seems anyway, like they're capitalizing on the Arizona hype and trying to get, to get people excited about Arizona football or at least take advantage of the folks that might not understand how big of a deal it was for Arizona to lose its coach. Now, UCF at eight and a half is also fascinating. 
And I've said this from the get-go. Gus Malzahn at UCF building an absolute monster. Building an absolute monster. He gets KJ Jefferson to come over from Arkansas to take over that UCF offense. Folks, I'm not going to tell you that KJ Jefferson's Cam Newton, but he plays like Cam Newton. You're going to put speed on the edge with UCF because from an athletic standpoint on the edge, UCF is awesome. You're going to put speed on the edge with a, a dynamic running quarterback who pounds the rock inside and has an arm that is capable of taking up the top off the defense. Well, guess what he's going to do? He's going to take the top off the defense a lot because everybody else is going to be sucked into the running game. Gus, this is the perfect quarterback for Gus Malzahn. So I think in the past there's been this idea that, well, you know what? A, a, a group of five team moving to the Big 12, it takes three or four or five years, and this is only year two for UCF. In, in the past, yeah. I mean, I've talked to, to coaches at TCU and, and Utah when they bumped up. What was it 2012, 13, whenever it was? And they said it took them four or five years to get the roster the way it's supposed to be. That's not the case with UCF. It's become a transfer destination, and Gus is finding guys that fit his system consistently, and K.J. Jefferson is one of those guys. So I'm excited to see what happens with that. Eight and a half might seem a little scary. Go over. Unsolicited betting advice, go over. I think he'll get the job done at UCF. Oh, they, might, they might make the Big 12 championship game. Then you're 60 good minutes away from not only a ring, potentially the college football playoff. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Not saying it's going to happen. Just saying maybe UCF flirts a little bit with that college football playoff next year. Charge on. All right. Big 10. Talking about a weird, weird conference to look at. First things first, with the Big Ten, Oregon and Ohio State, the two favorites, or at least, according to Vegas, the, the two with the highest win total. I'm on board with Ohio State as long as Will Howard doesn't start. If you've not watched this show, go back to the first full week of this show. You will understand why I don't like Will Howard. A couple of days ago, we talked about Heisman Trophy odds. Dylan Gabriel was number third. I thought that was crazy, too. So Oregon and Ohio State at 10 and a half. To, to me, look, with these, with the Big Ten season this year, if you're going to tell me that the most likely teams to win are Ohio State, Oregon, Michigan, USC, Washington, what do all those teams have in common? They have quarterback battles. And it got me thinking about what the Big Ten's going to look like this year. It might cannibalize itself, y'all. It might cannibalize itself. And to me, that would be so bizarre because it's become so powerful. But you add these four teams. And look, I, I only really think that, that Oregon and you know, really only Oregon, honestly, has a chance to contend for the conference title. But where are the quarterbacks in this division? If you're telling me that Drew Aller at Penn State's the one you sort of look at and say, okay, he's set in stone. Penn State, that, that offense is terrible. And 
BetOnline AG thinks Penn State's a nine and a half win team. I mean, okay. I, I don't know, man. This looks more like a conference that's going to cannibalize itself than I've seen like the Big Ten look in a long, long time. And speaking of USC, seven and a half. I guess BetOnline AG doesn't think that USC is going to learn to play defense in the Big Ten either. But the quarterback situation is weird. And I think, honestly, this is an indictment of where what the perception is of Miller Moss and Jaden Mayava who's coming in to compete with Miller Moss. Like, is USC that dependent on its quarterback? The answer is yes. And Bet Online AG clearly seems to think so as well. Because seven and a half is surprising for USC. I, you know what? It's, it's surprising, I think, to some. The number jumped out to me. But in reality, Lincoln's reputation might be what's driving this number down. Because the loss of Alex, or Alex Grinch getting fired towards the end of last season didn't help. Is Lincoln going to really focus on tackling with the Anton Lynn running the show? I See, I think this... Lack of defense is a Lincoln problem. It's not a, co a coordinator problem. It's a method problem. It's a philosophical problem. So seven and a half shows me that they don't feel, at least odds makers, don't feel like USC is going to be improved on defense, that the same problems that have persisted under Lincoln are still going to be there, and that the quarterback situation is a massive, massive problem. All right, last thing. Last conference out of the Power Four, the ACC. Two things jump out to me. One, Miami hype, here we go. Nine and a half. It's a make or break year for Mario Cristobal. Because this team, I think, has the potential. Nine and a half wins. The potential is there to make the college football playoff. I want to make sure, look, look, just look at it. Miami, nine and a half. Odds makers think this is a playoff caliber team. Because if they go over... They're in the playoff at 10 and 2 in the ACC. I think, I mean, I judging from how things have gone in the past, a 10 and 2 ACC team is most likely going to be in the playoff if they win the ACC championship. But that game doesn't count. But you're going to go into the ACC championship game with a chance to make the playoff. That's where odds makers seem to think that some of the majority of the money or half the money will go with cam ward i'm not the biggest cam ward guy but i think he can be good i think he's been inconsistent but i think he can be good i just wonder if mario if if the mario coaching problem the lack of game management will cost them another game or two and if that's the case cam ward can't win it by himself right so that 10 and a half did jump out to me because I think Miami could be a college football playoff team this year or Mario could get fired. And the win total between those two things happening is razor thin. I'm talking about maybe two or three wins, two wins. So that one jumped out to me. And then another one before we finish the opening segment up. SMU at seven and a half might be the best bet on the board. And I'm talking all four of the power four conferences because it's one thing to talk about how it, how much time it takes to go from group of five to power five, or in this case now power four. 
And like I said, with UCF, it doesn't take as much time as it used to because of transfers and the ability to, to the coaching, um, the coaching profession, understanding that a, that a top 10, top 15, top 20 national college football job is not much different than a top 40 job. And SMU's got a damn good football coach in Rhett Lashley. In fact, I'd say he's a top 10 coach nationally. And on top of that, Preston Stone, get ready for the Preston Stone hype train because the SMU quarterback, as long as he's healthy, is going to be in that mix. Plus, it's the ACC. Seven and a half wins for SMU against that group? I mean, the schedule's navigable for SMU. And it's the ACC, so it's not like He's got to run a gauntlet to get to eight wins. I'm not saying SMU is going to make the ACC championship game, but I think it's much more of a possibility than people realize. So seven and a half, I think that's easy money. That's an eight-win team. That could be a nine-win team. Ten's aggressive. But I think the floor for SMU is seven. So if the floor is seven, then throw money at the over. Because I absolutely think that SMU is capable of bursting onto the scene in the ACC. Reminder, this show brought to you by Coastal Vibe Vacations, 850-888-0515, coastalvibevacations.com. Plan your trip this summer to the Florida Gulf Coast. Between Destin and Fort Walton Beach lies Okaloosa Island, a hidden gem on the Gulf Coast. They got pier, they got a pier, fishing, family activities, restaurants, tiki bars, everything is there on Okaloosa Island. Coastal Vibe Vacations, 850-888-0515. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Joined now by Chris Marler. You know him on XS Vern Funquist. You can hear him on Fourth and Wrong, a podcast that uh, everybody can relate to because a lot of us are wrong about the world of college football all the time. Mr. Marler, what's up, dude? How you doing, man? Doing good, man. Enjoying life. Actually about to go skiing after this podcast post. Headed to the airport. Going to go try not to tear anything in Colorado. So, yeah. Where are you going uh, Good times. At? Telluride. See? Telluride uh, right here. Okay. Um, okay. We have, a, we have a, uh, a timeshare out there. So it's, nice. uh, it works out very well. But um, first things first. The video game is coming back. Yeah. We all knew it was happening. We now know it's coming this summer. What's your, uh, what's your team of choice? Where are you going with this? So I haven't played this game since college, to be honest. Like right. This this will be the thing that makes me at, at 37. It'll come out when I'm 38. It'll This will be the thing that makes me go out and buy an actual console. Like Absolutely. Me too. Console. I don't have one. Right. But I was telling somebody last week, I was like, I was like, yeah, you know, so where do you go get the games? Like, do you have to go to like GameStop or you just do it on like Amazon? They're like, you just download them. You just down. That's all. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> so, Boomer. <laughs> that's how far behind I am on this. Um, no, I, 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 doing these like I, I used to love playing i feel like you've said this before and i could be wrong i used to love playing all my games in idaho yes absolutely um, kibby dome 
That's yeah, exactly. So I, I love doing that. What so and like the last one I really had, like, I don't I don't want to say the the year it came out because it's like it, it'll date me. But like when I when I was growing up with it, I was always UNC because UNC was pretty good at the time. Um, yeah, so that, you know, like that's like that. I mean, that is aging me. Um, but you know, I'll I'll probably be like Georgia Tech or somebody like that. Somebody that's like you know I'm from Atlanta. That's not great, and you can kind of get into a dynasty with because. You know, as as somebody that's a, a self admitted Alabama fan, like that feels like you're starting out too high, and yeah. it's not as fun. It's not as fun. So I think I'd probably probably start out with Georgia Tech. See, I I'm torn because I thought Georgia Tech as well because I mean mm-hmm. I'm an Atlanta guy too. Um, I was I'm with you. I was Idaho. I mean, I took Idaho to multiple national championships, <laughs> and I mean it it was a dynasty amongst dynasties. Here's the thing though, I don't know if you remember back in 2020. The New York Times proclaimed UConn the national champions because they didn't play football during the COVID season. Oh my god! So, because UConn was the 2020 New York Times national champion, I think I'm going to take UConn and continue that dynasty. Okay, that was set forth by the COVID year. Yeah, um, and, and, and it's either a real national championship. Yeah, UConn. Yeah, exactly. UConn or UMass. I'm kind of back and forth. Ooh, I feel yeah, like, I like UMass it's such a it's, it's such a depressing setup where they play. Um, like you said, I feel like that's one of those things where it's like every single time you, you click start or start game, you're going to go to like this, like grainy rain <laughs> in, in like the yes. Northeast of the United States. Like that part, I don't want to be a part of that. That's true. I, I agree with that. So, um, it'll be fun. I'm excited about that. So you, you mentioned you're a self-proclaimed Alabama guy. Mm-hmm. What's, uh, what's up with your tide? What do you expect this year? What should the expectation be? You know, I think the expectations are kind of all over the place. Um, I try to be as like logical and reasonable about it as possible, which is not something that a lot of my fan brethren, um, you know, kind of uh, abide by at all. But I'll say this. I, I think that, you know, when they were going through the coaching search, who I wanted was, was Dan Lanning. And if you can't yeah. get Lanning, and I know that a lot of people said Sark as well. And I think those are great options. I don't know who all they offered the job to. Um, but I will say that if you didn't get Lanning and you got the guy that beat him three times in two years, I like that a lot. So from a from a X's and O's standpoint, I feel really good about DeBoer. I think like it's a guy that came in, went 25 and three in two years at Washington. He's won everywhere he's gone. If the question is recruiting, you know, like we'll see how that pans out. I think that like the sliding doors part of this is like it could go really poorly. It could I, I think the the like the doomsday scenario is not Harson. I think people always talk about how it's Harson. Um, the doomsday scenario, in my opinion, is is more Dan Mullen at Florida, which is like you're talking about an X and O's guy that came in. Mullen went in one one went to a New Year's Six Bowl for his first three years in a row. Um, I think they were a top ten team his first two years in a row. Like that is what I think that 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 DeBoer is is capable of doing, especially from an X and O's standpoint. And he's got talent on that roster. Um, you know, will it fall off if he doesn't recruit? Maybe, but I I think that with the schedule. Getting to nine wins is is more than doable, and I think that if you get to ten wins, and you have you know like I I think the Georgia game is tough. I think the Tennessee Texas. game is a loss. I, I'm not, so they don't play Texas. They got they get Oklahoma. Right. Yeah, um, right. they're they're at Oklahoma, and it's like the week before the Auburn game. So thank God you get Auburn at home. I, I think if you're ten and two with that schedule, I think you make the playoff. But you know we'll we'll see because they also have Mizzou. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I- I think right now, if you're nine wins, if you're Alabama right now, considering everything, like I know you're not used to that, but mm-hmm. you kind of need to be okay with it yeah. this year. Not long-term, 
But this year, I think to me, that feels rational, realistic. <laughs> I, yeah. And I, I know I say rational and kind of laugh like, okay, Alabama rational. Right. <laughs> how How is that going to work? But um, it's going to be fascinating to, to see. Okay. One more real question before we okay. get more fun. Um, are you buying Mike Elko and Texas A&M to at least like be relevant, make the playoff every once in a while? Or is this Jimbo Fisher 2.0? I am buying it. And, and I, I hate, I hate that this narrative has, has joined it or has, has come along about, about A&M. Because I think it was more about Jimbo than anything. Because Jimbo went to a national championship, and those were the expectations they had when they got him there. But around 2019, there became this whole idea that A&M always is in the top 10. They're always ranked. They never do anything. That 2019 team, they went they went 7-5, and five, but they all five of their losses were to top 10 teams. I think four of the five were to, like, top five teams at the time or something crazy like that. Um, I, I think that Elko – Going into Duke year one and getting to nine wins, and now you go to AM and you talk about. I think I, we put out, a, or I put out a graphic today on, on Twitter of uh, returning um, production from Bill Connolly and the ESPN thing. Um, and, and I think that AM is ranked 18th overall, but they're the highest ranked SEC team with returning production uh, going into next year. That's on both sides of the ball combined. I, I, I like where this is at because now you get to lay in the weeds a little bit. I, I always say that, like, where teams should should probably be um, like an A and M is they need to borrow stuff from like from like Auburn, which is like Auburn is at their most dangerous when they're when they're laying in the weeds and and yeah. when they're like they're not being actively talked about. And I think this is probably kind of like a godsend for that's probably a bit dramatic way to phrase it, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I think it's a blessing in disguise, which is less dramatic uh, for for A and M because I do think that they are they have a lot of talents on that team and Connor Wegman, man. Um, and, and, and you've already, you've got a coach now that has done it at a much lesser place. Yeah. All right. Let's get fun. Let's have some fun. Okay. Which SEC coach. I appreciate that. (laughs) Appreciate it. (laughs) Which SEC coach would win a fist fight over all the others? Ooh. Ooh. I feel like Kirby. Um, I feel like Kirby because he's like. Right? Am I missing somebody? I mean, Harson's gone, so you don't have See, anybody. See, Clark Lee, but I was, I, I was thinking Venables. No, Venables is well. Venables, I'm not sure if you punch Venables if his skin would stay intact. He scares me. I don't think I don't know if he's completely human. Um, but I'm, I'm concerned. Like if you hit him in the chin, like his chin looks like uh, it's hard as a rock. Yeah, that's fair. Like I feel that's like fair. if you punch him in the chin, like your hand would just disintegrate. That's true. I mean, Clark Lee, Clark Lee is a good choice. I just think Kirby, I mean Kirby is like. I mean, I feel like he would come at you like a spider monkey. It, it, like he, he's he's so animated. He's like still such a good athlete. Like we see him like jump on the sidelines and stuff. Um, I would take Kirby. I, I think that those three would probably be the top three. And if you're looking for like an old man strength, just like a Royal Rumble situation, I think that I think that Pittman could be in the final four. Yeah, I think Pittman could get could get wild. I see. Yeah. I'm thinking though, Billy Napier feels like he fights dirty, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. I feel like of all the SEC coaches, Napier might be the one that's just like, he comes at you crazy and he takes you out in ways that you're not expecting. Right. And that's that. also how I feel about Sark. See, I think, I think Sark, Sark would be the one Sark. running his mouth the most and then he would get knocked out first. No, see, I think Sark would be the one running his mouth and then he hides behind everybody and lets them get hit. Mm-hmm. I can see that too. Yeah, because ever since that Alamo Bowl video came out where you're like, what the hell happened to Sark? 
They, I, I, the one where he's really yelling at the, the guy literally at the tunnel for doing his job? Yeah. <laughs> what was that? What is wrong with you, dude? He's like the most, he seems like the most like docile, like, you know, good story that we've talked about this, like this incredible turnaround. And all of a sudden he's in the Alamo bowl, losing <laughs> his, his damn mind. So screaming at the guy that's holding his team back before running onto the field when right. the smoke turns on, like this is supposed to be fun. Steve. Yeah. Don't touch me. You mother. That's a <laughs> little, a uh, little over dramatic, but all right. Next one. Mm-hmm. Who? Would you most like to have a beer with other than Sam Pittman? Because it obviously Ooh. is Sam Pittman. Yeah. Um, I'll go deep cut here. Um, Mark Stoops, I think, is my answer. Mark like Stoops it. is like we we've had him, we had him on the podcast when um back in the day with, with me and Connor, and he is like very low-key, really funny. Like and, and he's intense, but he, he here's the thing too about Mark Stoops. People always forget Mark Stoops is on the 2001 Miami staff. He was on, I think he had, he was at Arizona when they had Gronk. Um, I mean, Mark Stoops has some stories. Like he, he definitely oh, yeah. has some stories. So I think that would be one that I would love to hear about. I, I mean, I, I, Brian Kelly, I just, ever since media days, when I made him do that, that accent question <laughs> in like 2021, He's just been very likable. He's just a very likable. He is likable now. He's like so laid back now. Yeah. You know, I didn't think about this, but Kiffin, I think Kiffin announced that he quit drinking, but like, I thought you were going to ask like, like if you went on a Vegas trip, like, I mean, Kiffin would be, he would be Stu from the hangover. I feel like just like smarmy, (laughs) like, you know, just, I, I think, I think Kiffin would be hilarious. See, I was going to go Beamer too. I think Shane Mm -hmm. would be a lot of fun. Um, just because like he's the kind of guy you could like if you were having a beer you could sit back and just shoot the shit for a little while and you know have some fun all right last one okay before i let you go you're single you need a wingman you're going to a club not like a bar but like oh no that's good who's bringing who are you bringing with you you need a wingman who is it that's simple that's i mean that's kiffin like that's i mean that's because i don't know kiffin's too laid back man I don't think yeah. in that setting he would be. I will also tell you this. The th- thing about Kiffin that would be would be beneficial is I think that he would be a good wingman in terms of people are going to flock to Kiffin. Like people that are is true. going to flock to Kiffin. I also don't know if I trust Kiffin enough to where at the end of the night, <laughs> if you're like trying to leave with someone and, and it's the same, like I, I don't trust him enough to be your wingman and, and have like your best interest out for you because he just – you know, we've we've seen him say one thing and do another the uh, you know many times during his career. But I, I think that he would be the the, the go to answer. I'm shocked that you even brought up the Beamer thing because I I used to always describe Pittman as Fat Shane Beamer because they're just so likable. <laughs> like they're both so likable. And then and then last year happened and Fat like Shane Beamer. Beamer just was was so was so unlikable. So and you know anyway. See, I was thinking like if in that situation it might be Shane, but also Billy might be a lot of fun. Like he, he might be yeah. the dude at the bar that has no shame and is willing to do whatever, right? That's a good point. So I don't know. These are the important off-season topics. Yeah, right? for sure. The very important off-season topics. Marl, appreciate it. Tell everybody how they can get your content. Of course, brother. Um, yeah, so Vern Funquist on Twitter and Instagram. And then we have the daily podcast, Fourth and Wrong, that comes out. Um, I say daily. You know, we missed a couple of days earlier. Daily-ish. Week, yeah, daily-ish. Um, but yeah, it's, it's that podcast comes out and then, um, and that's pretty much it. So we, I appreciate it. Uh, this has been fun, man. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, man. Thanks for uh, hopping on. And again, go, uh, go read all of Chris's stuff, man. It's awesome. Thanks for hopping on. Thanks, dude.
A reminder, college football smothered and covered is brought to you by Coastal Vibe Vacations. 850-888-0515, your source for rental properties along the Gulf Coast of Florida on Okaloosa Island between Destin and Fort Walton Beach. Coastal Vibe Vacations, 850-888-0515 or CoastalVibeVacations.com. That'll do it for this edition of College Football Smothered and Covered. Appreciate you guys checking out the show. A reminder, Weekend Feast will be coming up throughout the weekend. So if you missed anything throughout the course of the week, missed the Jake Crane interview, missed the David Pollock interview, that'll be up on Weekend Feast this afternoon, this evening, and into Saturday morning. So take a look at it, download it, listen to it. Follow us on YouTube, Rumble. Also, take us take a look at the audio. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon. We're here for you. We're trying to make this the fans show along with all the other podcasts out there covering college football. It's the greatest sport in the world. We are here to cover it 24-7, 365. Enjoy your weekend. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.